One biblical way to view Christianity is as a race. How well are you running the Christian race? Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let's run with endurance the race God has set before us. And as you know, the Apostle Paul said at the end of his life, I fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I've kept the faith. So when thinking of our lives as a race, we want to run light, stripped down, unhindered, not carrying around heavy bags of sin, and we want to run with endurance because it's a marathon, it's for the rest of our lives. And we not only want to run light and with endurance, but we also must run focused. And so Hebrews 12.2 tells us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the champion, who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. To run well, we need two healthy and strong legs, And in the Christian life, our two legs, our faith, and a good conscience. We need to keep believing the good news of Jesus' death, which removed our sins. And we need to wash at the cross often to keep a good conscience. Paul told Timothy, cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Now, this running a race analogy brings us to our passage in Galatians for this week, chapter 5, verse 7. Paul says, you were running the race so well. Who has held you back from obeying the truth? And I just want to note a couple of points with you today. First of all, Paul says they were running the race so well. You know, as long as they were hearing and seeing and believing the message of the cross, they were running well. And so, behold the power of the cross. It enables you to run your race well when you are fixed on it. When we see Jesus as the Lamb of God taking away our sin, we are encouraged in our faith and enabled to run our race. When we see Jesus as our scapegoat, bearing our sins into the wilderness, we feel lighter because he has released us from the power of the sins that hinder us. As we see Jesus, our substitute, suffering under God's wrath that we deserve, bleeding to atone for our wickedness, dying to remove our guilt, we are empowered to move forward. As we see our old selves hanging on the cross, dead to sin, and our new selves rising from the dead with Jesus, we run. We run and don't grow weary. We run in the path of God's commands, happily obeying him out of a love-filled heart. Last week in our Setting Captives Free Marco Polo group number four, A man by the name of David said these very words, and I'm going to quote him now. This God who made himself a servant, this God who became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross, though righteous and blameless, gave it all up for me. 
Man, where's my neighbor? Let me go serve them. Jesus, I don't care if they kick my teeth in. I just want to wash their feet to show them what you've done for us. I just want to grab the next person on the street and say, Do you know that Jesus died for all your sins? Now, think about it. This is running, isn't it? (laughs) It's running well. It's what happens when someone focuses squarely on the cross and resurrection of Jesus. When you look at the cross with eyes of faith, you just want to build a hospital or start a church or make a nonprofit or feed orphans and care for widows and give to the less fortunate. And You see, just giving your life away in service to others. And that's running. And Paul says to the Galatians, while they were looking at the cross that he painted for them, you were running well. Behold the power of the cross. But secondly, when you turn to the law, you become disobedient. (laughs) What? That sounds wrong. But notice how Paul says, who has held you back from obeying the truth? You see, when the Galatians were looking at the cross, they were running so well. But when they turned to the law to perfect themselves, they became disobedient to the truth, to the gospel, disobedient to the faith, disobedient to God's revealed plan and will. How ironic is that? To turn to the law is to disobey the truth. Wow. <laughs> 